Hello, my name is Scott Bradley. This is Scott Scott Podcast. And today I'm joined by Matthew Templeton. How are we? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? I'm very good, mate. Very good. So we're face to face today. Yeah. Makes a change. It I is. think uh, the listeners prefer that. It's the best. It's the best um, setup. Oh yeah, hundred percent, mate. So we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, for me, game of the season happened on Wednesday night. Aberdeen and Rangers. Rangers won four two. What a unbelievable game it was! It was. It was for the neutrals. It must have been a fantastic game but for for a Rangers or Aberdeen fan. I think it was a bit more stress. Oh stress yeah, stressful. had it all, mate. Great goals, drama. controversial incidents, drama. A lot happened. So let's dive right into yeah. it, mate. So, um, what do you make it? I thought um, as an overall football and again a football game when that. It happened. <laughs> I thought we were the better team. In um, the second half, they probably had more of the ball where they wouldn't ask the questions, but obviously then we took our chance, got the winner. But if you look at the game overall, I think... For, we, we'll start with first half, right? First half, um, I thought Rangers were the better team, we definitely. Much, yeah. um, Ryan Kent was phenomenal. Um, for the first goal, Ryan Kent was dancing around the Aberdeen defence. And uh, Joe Lewis, I thought, should have done better. He should have yeah, done yeah. better with that. Um, and they just palmed the ball away and then it fell right to Alfredo Morelos and he was in the right place at the right time and put it away. Yeah, I mean, like, that looked like an easy finish, but um, Scott McKenna was there. He had to put the ball into the ground so it would go over McKenna and then settle in the back of McKenna the net. McKenna has to be said, mate, we'll come to him later, but he had an absolute horror yeah, show. Yeah, obviously. Honestly, like, um, we'll come to it later on, right? But yeah, um, Rangers take the lead and then Aberdeen they respond well Sam Cosgrove gets um, uh, a goal yeah. and I don't know where this forms came that's, out that's I don't know saying. where this came from mate. he's been on form that's, that's what we're saying before, before starting the record we've uh, said um, anything he's, uh, uh, when he's joined Aberdeen right, we've said from the offset he's not a great player he's done nothing um, actually hasn't he asked, I think he's scored about 14 goals so yeah, far he's, he's the second goal, top goal scorer behind uh, Alfredo um, it's just coming out of nowhere, but that's the thing. When a striker gets a bit of confidence, gets a few goals, it leads to good performances. And obviously, reaping the rewards. And fair play for him. He's taking his chances, and he's and he's becoming a, a top class, not top class, but a very good Scottish uh, Premiership striker. Yeah, because I said at the start of the season, and as the seasons went on, Aberdeen. That's that their main issue was that the fact they didn't have any right real like top for uh, strikers in the final four. They didn't really have that. No, um, I thought James Wilson would be that. Yeah, they didn't really. That, that's where they were really lacking quality in the final third. They didn't have that uh, cutting edge in the final third, but now they've got that. They do. Um, they've got that with Sam Cosgrove, the, the most unlikely source. I thought it was going to be James Wilson. See when James Wilson signed. Man, you, I mean. Exactly, when James Wilson signed, we all thought he was going to be I the guy. Was, I thought that was an and he's been quite disappointing, so he has. I thought that was a coup, but he has been disappointing, and he's just. I remember one my new coach when he went to Montabdeen, one my new coach, I, I don't know who it was, said James Olsen's probably the young best players I've ever worked with. And I thought, if I cover my new stature and young players we've brought through, i.e. Rashford, Lingard, and that's some statement to make. But he's done nothing. He's on the ball, he's quite good in the ball, he can get past the player. He's, he's, he's brought to score goals, mate. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's not doing it. Exactly. He's not simple doing it as me, but. Um, I felt as though I was uh, Barisic was at fault for uh, the first goal. It was, I mean, and I think we should uh, we should we should have cleared it better. We should we should have been able to clear that. I mean, never. So it was a poor goal to give away, but we responded well. We did um, with uh, Ryan Ken ass- uh, assisting Alfredo yet again, um, and Morelos. My God, what a finish that was! That was some finish, mate. unbelievable. Like obviously, Barisic made a mistake. And we can't let our heads down, we need to keep going, keep going. And then Ryan Jack and Ryan Kent midfield, we won two, got past our Aberdeen player, Ryan Kent, driving at the defence. Nice to be past Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo. Alfredo. what a finish. There's nothing on, what's going to do here, just pass it to the back of the net. So cool, can collected, yeah. I don't care what any league you're in, that's a world-class finish. That is, and I think Alfredo Morelos is near enough getting to that stage of world-class. Well, do you know what's funny you say that? (laughs) My dad the other day, um, was saying he could go to Real Madrid or Barcelona, which I think is utter nonsense. Right? He's a fantastic player. He's good. young, but he's got a big, big future ahead of him. Right, I'm going to say right now, he is hands down the best footballer in Scotland right oh, now. I would say. I don't think anyone three, could dispute it. The, the facts back it up. Let's go with the facts. He is absolutely killing it right now this uh, season. Top goal scorer, so he is. He's just he is. scoring goals are fun. I would say the best three players in Scotland right now, based on form, in my opinion. Is um, probably Morelos, Morelos, Ken, Morelos, Ken, and uh, Christie. 
I would say Forrest too. Well, oh, Forrest, sorry. If, uh, oh, yeah. Those, those four players. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Willis, he's... I, like, I can't go over that finish. Like, he just... He, do you know what? Well, well that's, what, that's what top, top players do. They use players around them. So he used the Aberdeen defender to guide it round. Um, yeah. Round them and it gave the keeper no chance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And right before the first half ended, Rangers got a penalty. Again. And it was a stonewaller. Um, a handball from Scott McKenna and he's only got himself to blame he shouldn't have been playing to the whistle and yes Golson was offside right but why raise your hand like that you know play it's to the whistle like thing. claim after it but play to the whistle so he's got he only got himself to blame and it was a, a, a clear handball all day long clear penalty it was so I don't see anyone else saying otherwise I don't think you can dispute it like you said Golson he was offside but there's no question about that but you play to the whistle, as you say, you keep going, and you don't have your hand away up in the sky. Like, it was like, it's like, right it's like right he's asking the teacher a question, like, mess, mess. He's like, like he, can't, he can't do that. And regardless if it was intentional or not, he, if your hand's away up there, it's, it's a handball. It's the biomechanics of the human body. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, that's a, that's a clear handball. I don't care if it was as intentional or not. You can't have your hand. You give the um, Bobby Madden no. no um, give him something to think about. Yeah. Like, no, no, no question about it. Aye, exactly. So. Then obviously the penalty, big James Tavenier steps up, yeah. and it was Tavenier was quite lucky it went in. Was, Joe Lewis uh, got a hand set. It wasn't one of Tav's best penalties, but regardless, it was in the back of the net. I thought I thought the keeper saved it first. I thought oh, no, but um, it had enough power on it that it got past the keeper and put uh, it in three one at half time. Yeah, and so at half time, mate, I was thinking right, we half, we are we're going to come out, come out and say, and I think we can really do them here because we're more than capable of doing it. But then two minutes in the second half, James Tavenier. Uh, wrestled Lewis Ferguson down to the ground and it was a stonewall penalty all day long. Uh, Tavernier should know better. He should know better. He's, I think he's around about 26, 27. Yeah, he's like 27. He's, he's, he's in the prime of his career. Yeah, yeah, he's at the prime of his career. Yeah, Rangers captain. It was really poor from him. Yeah, it was a poor... I, I, think what, I think what he was going... What was going through his mind was, obviously, Lewis Ferguson, we know he's a threat from uh, set places. Like, obviously, he scored against... Um, Rangers in the semi-final at Hamden with that absolute bullet header yeah. and he's thinking Do you know what this, this could happen again so he's obviously getting his man he's got his man who he knows he's a threat yeah. um, which he is um, and he's just dealt with it in the wrong way exactly I think that... do that it happens, like, it happens like Chris Boyd was saying um, on Sky Sports after the game it happens in every single game in every single league around the world right Yeah. and you can be give penalties every single week for it and that's where the consistency needs to come in. But if you're going to do it, you need to make it subtle. Yeah, exactly. But see, um, I think that was Gerald's instruction, right? When it comes to set pieces, we need to keep an eye on Lewis Ferguson because we don't want to repeat of what, what happened. happened in the semi-final. Yeah. So um, they get a penalty. Sam Cosgrove steps up. And he was quite fortunate as well that went in. It was quite yeah, similar McGregor to uh, Tav's penalty. Of his legs. Yeah, exactly. McGregor at least got a touch to it. And yeah, well, went in. He got a touch, but um, that was uh, down the middle. Um, I don't know if that shows... Like, see when you was taking the when you, when you saw he was about to take the penalty, his face looked kind of nervous. So that's maybe why he went down the middle. But if you're not sure, if you're not confident, just go down the middle and is that the way done? Exactly. So at this point, three two, and then this is the big talking point. Um, Alfredo Morelos and Scott McKenna both sent off. Right, Scott McKenna blatantly kicks Alfredo Morelos in the face. Yeah. Red card all day long, and Morelos appears to stamp on. Uh, Scott McKenna for me in my opinion well obviously it's been decided now Rangers appealed it and it's a free match ban for Alfredo Morelos but for me I think Bobby Madden got it right I felt as though it was a red card for both guys Uh, Morelos you can't give the referee any opportunity Um, a lot of of people think it was very soft and it should be a yellow for Morelos but in my opinion Morelos does stamp on him and it was a penalty no, no, a penalty, sorry. It was a, a red card. It was a red card, and I thought he got it right. I thought he got it right for... Uh, a red card for Morelos, a red card for McKenna. And um, I know you've got a different sort of opinion. A different opinion. Yeah, I know this is to other people who constantly say, oh, Matt E.T., he's just wee Scott's puppet. He's always up in Scott's arse, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Um, and we disagree on a lot of things, and this is this is one we, we, we disagree on. Um, McKenna... No question about that. That's, that's a red card. Yeah, red card all day long. Um, if he made a proper connection, he could have seriously hurt um, Morelos. Um, but for, frankly, he did make a slight connection that wasn't nothing serious. But regardless of that, it's a red card, right? Now, as
that's that, in my opinion, that's a yellow card, right? He didn't make any um, kicking action, he didn't. He, he left his foot in there, right? But then um, McKenna kind of got it wrapped up so he couldn't get his leg away. And he always kind of looked to the assistant like, what am I do here? And he made a slight, slight connection with um, his McKenna, balls. His balls, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I know, I can, I, I definitely, like, I don't, I, in a sense, see where you're coming from, but genuinely like, see when you look at it right I've watched so so many times it was like a clear stamp on his balls right? even if, you're, even if you're, I mean, even you even if you do that I don't know but his, his foot was basically on his balls right but, I think and Morelos has got a, a history of uh, kicking maybe, maybe footballs in the balls maybe that's, maybe that's unfair maybe that's coming to the refs um, thought like he's got a history. You look at that. I know, but see, no, but I know, but see, I, I like I know, I, I can see what you're saying. Where he's like, yeah, McKenna's wrapping his legs around them, but regardless, right, Morelos's foot is on Scott McKenna's balls, and it does look like a stamp. So and I think, I think Bobby Madden got it right. I, in my opinion, I don't think he did. I think it's a yellow card for Morelos uh, and a red for McKenna. Like, he left his foot in there, right, but he didn't do that. He didn't do any kicking motion. Um, real, uh, McKenna, sorry, brought his legs into him, but. Made him his foot touch his balls, and then obviously McKenna trying to fucking take his head off. Um, yeah, but in this day and age, mate, you can't give the referee any opportunity, especially because it seemed with Morelos's reputation, he can't, he cannot give the referee any, any opportunity. So that was his third red card uh, against okay, Aberdeen this season. Red cards. Yeah, I know. So Morelos got sent off. McKenna got sent off, and we lost our best player, and Aberdeen lost their lost their worst player. Yeah, McKenna was. Yeah, he had he, he had an absolute horror show. Obviously, handball. Um, the well, to feel the first minute there was not much we could do about that. Um, obviously, the handball, the, the red, the red card, and just his general play. Obviously, I don't know if it's anything to do with the, the bid that came in from Stoke, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, I, don't, see, I don't know if that's maybe affected his game. Yeah, see, the thing is, so um, I remember like we were hearing reports like a couple of days before the game that he was like he wasn't fully fit. So I think McKinnis needs to. Yeah. I think McKinnis needs to take a wee bit of blame. No, like why would you start a player who's not that fully fit? Me. You know that reminds me. Um, in the pre-match interview on Sky Sports, they do that before the before the game. Then McKinnis actually came out and said that McKenna he wasn't actually going to start McKenna. He was touch and go, but McKenna was up. He didn't. He didn't actually base it on fitness. He said McKenna was up for the game. really wanted to replay. He wanted to do that. So like he's shown the right attitude. So. He, He's almost like viewers uh, listeners like he actually said it wasn't about the fitness, it was like basically about his actually he was up for the game, he seemed okay, and that's that's why he stuck him in. So I don't think he was fully fit. No, he wasn't no, he wasn't fully fit, so I think McKinnis needs to take a bit of blame for that. He should have said, Right, I don't think you're fully fit, it's a massive game for us, right? And regardless of what McKenna's you think, no, regardless of what you think, right? Before uh, that game on Wednesday, Aberdeen were definitely in the title. Uh, hunt, they were they were in the t- they were in the title challenge right they were like when you look at the stats they were definitely in it so it was a massive game for them and McKenna's ran the risk of start McKenna and look what happened you know McKenna McKenna was, uh, obviously got himself sent off and gave away a penalty so yeah Aberdeen I think it's safe to say they're out of the title hunt now yeah that's I for think, sure I think it's um, they're eleven points behind with Celtic. Uh, Rangers are six points behind Kamarnock, I'm not too sure, but I think they are seven or eight or so. Um, I think. I'll need to have a wee look at the table. I think Aberdeen and Kamarnock are. They're out there. I think it's a two horse race now. Yeah, I agree. So then it's ten v ten at that point, and I have to say Aberdeen. Battered. Not battered. No, they didn't. They didn't batter. Right, because just attacking. They didn't really create a, a lot of clear cut chances because as soon as it was ten v ten, yes, as you were saying, they were constantly put us under pressure but we dealt they, with it quite well yeah we did I thought we set in half right Rangers were not great at all nah. but see defensively we were super we and Joe Warrell and Goldson set in half there, I thought they were brilliant uh, so they were I was really impressed and Warrell what is it we have in big games well, that's, that's what we're saying like I'm, I'm probably Warrell's bit, uh, biggest critic yep. um, and I think it's quite rightly so um, but he, he's performed in two games in my opinion people will argue Villarreal but in that Villarreal game I wasn't convinced Played well against Celtic on the twenty ninth, um, and he played well on Wednesday night. That's two massive, probably two biggest league games of the season. And he performed. Why can't he do it against like the Livingstons or the, yeah, um, the Hamiltons or whatever? Exactly. Like Warren does have his flaws, right? But uh, this is where you need, you need to give the guy credit. Yeah. See, ever since that debacle yeah. against Kilmarnock, he's responded yeah. extremely well. And that's what I was going to say. Actually, um, that that um, kind of bombardment for Aberdeen. 
I think our European games helped us because that's what we were doing for most of Europe. Yeah. Just defending, defending, getting on the counter. I think that European experience from doing that in those games helped us in this game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, obviously, I mean, Morelos, at that point, Morelos was our best player and then he got the red card. So, yeah, but second half, though, Aberdeen, they were putting us under pressure, but they couldn't really yeah. do anything. And I think... They couldn't really, like... Cause McGregor a great deal of problems, you know, and then this is where we come to it as well. Alan McGregor, um, that challenge on uh, Lewis Ferguson, um, yes, McGregor's got well, a, a. Is it a red? Because Barisic was there, so he's not technically the last man. But it's if that was on, see if that was anywhere else in the pitch, that'd be a red card. It was, it was a bad one for McGregor, yeah, in my opinion. Is, it was. Right. You could look at it from both sides. You can see McGregor. His foot was there all along. It's not like oh, there's Ferguson being like that. His foot was there all along. Oh. Like Ferguson was running like he didn't put his foot up. He didn't. He could, he could have put his knee up. I think he could have put his knee up, but I think McGregor. I think he just tried to protect the ball, trying to get. No, he could have put his knee up or something, but it was just the fact that no, he I'm put. Def- I'm going to defend like Shaggy. <laughs> you see the fact that the way he goes in, it's he yeah, is he's lucky to stay in the pitch. For it now. Yeah, he's been punished for it now, and I think he was lucky to stay in the pitch, right? So for me. McGregor got away with that one, but not, not, said, not really in a sense, but he got away with that game, but now he's got a two-match ban. Yeah, but, and a lot and of fans then, were wanting us to appeal it. Yeah, and then, obviously, um, Lewis Ferguson, as the game goes on, tries to get some retribution, yeah, and some redemption, uh, yeah, and kicks McGregor, basically, in the balls. Um, that's, and McGregor was feeling it. <laughs> he was, yeah, so Lewis Ferguson, yeah, he should have been sent off too. So he should have been, like, 88 or something. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, that's, I think that's really poor from Lewis Ferguson, right? It's it's so immature, yeah, it's immature. Like, what, right? You're, you're, it's 10 v 10, right? Don't try and make a name for yourself them. and be an idiot and try to get yourself sent off just to get some retribution just because McGregor uh, gave you a bad I challenge earlier on the game. Have a word about that. Uh, no, that's him just showing you. That just shows like how, how immature. He's still yeah, young. That's, a, that's him showing he's how young he is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was poor from him, but. Poor, then, from, poor from McGregor. Well, I would defend McGregor. You could argue it was poor from him. And it was definitely poor from um, Lewis Ferguson. Yeah, and then we bring on Jermaine Defoe. And then brilliant counter-attacking move, so it was, was the end right. of the game. But it was seven minutes added on, I don't know where the fourth well, uh, official got that from. That came or the from referee, sorry. McKenna, that took at least five minutes. Yeah, then, and then the subs and such. Yeah, yeah. But so brilliant counter-attacking move, so it was. Um, Ryan Jack held the ball up extremely well. Yeah, nice Jack, pass Jack to Tavernier. Jack could have played in... Uh, Defoe earlier but he thought you know what I'll wait for Big Tav to come up so yeah, Tav came up pass it to Tav Tav honestly God, going forward he's one of the best and Tavernier was running with the ball sees by Jermaine Defoe tons of space Defoe does what he does best finish. and lovely finish That's what true. a finish he's man. not had a lot of football he's obviously played minutes here and there for Rangers started a few games he's not had a run of games under his belt he's not had like 80 minutes and to finish like that shows um, how different. classy is mate yeah. yeah he's a pretty striker obviously and that just that's a confident finish that's a finish for a player who's done it before he knows how to do it yeah exactly it was a superb it was finish. a superb finish and what a result that was for Rangers that was massive. massive but see if we drop points against Aberdeen over. that would have been type challenge over simple as and that was a big big result and the, the players and showed a lot of fight a lot of character a lot of spirit and we got the job done. And I think it's not even a result, a big, it's a big result obviously in terms of league in this game, but it's a big result because we've failed to beat Aberdeen this season. Yeah, I know. Um, got that monkey off our back. Exactly, got that. And obviously our away for this season has been pretty shocking at times. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is a massive win in all respects. I think obviously we've been free to doing them, they're getting attack, attack, attack. To us to get that extra goal, that just sucker punched them. That was the icing on the cake, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was huge. And that honestly, it was like a I real battling I performance from Rangers. Goldson was a massive help. Like, we've missed him, we've missed him. Yeah, we have. Like, Goldson's hands down our best defender. Goldson, Katic all day long. Yeah, Goldson, Katic all day long, 110%. I absolutely agree, mate. Um, who was your man of match? Um, Ryan Kent for me. It would have been Morelis if he didn't get sent yeah. off. Um, but, um, Rankin, yeah, Rankin. Rankin. Yeah. Rankin. I've said it countless times in this podcast. We need to break the bank. We need to break the bank. If, if it's five, ten million, it may not be worth it, but we need to pay it. Yeah, exactly
the asking price. What do you make of uh, who would you say Aberdeen's best player was? Aberdeen's I would best. say I would say Shinny. Yeah, Shinny. Cosgrove or Shinny. I thought Shinny was really good in their midfield. Uh, good in their midfield. I've seen him down to ten men. He took the game by the scruff of neck. Uh, or trying to win anyway for Aberdeen. He was winning every ball. He was tackling. He was. And the thing is, he's when he gets ball, he's good at driving forward. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I thought Shinny was a, as a real captain's performance for see, him. See, uh, McCrory, I thought. He was a heartbeat on midfield. He was McCrory. He won every ball and he tried to do some runs. He lost the ball a few times, but he's still there. He's still there, and he he broke up that midfield so well. He that, doesn't hold back, mate. He that, he has got a lot of character, a lot of guts about him, man. He's our best centre defensive midfielder. He puts himself about. He, he does. does, and that allows Ken. He doesn't shy away challenges at all. Exactly. And Jack was and getting forward. Kent, sorry, Jack and Arfield to go forward. Jack was getting forward quite a bit, so he was. And that's what I think that's what Gerard said to him. Was like, listen. McCrory, you stay back, you do the dirty work, Jack, you do it as well, I want you to get forward. Um, and that, that, that balance of McCrory, Jack and Arfield's perfect. So where did that leave Davis? Because I don't think Davis personally has performed, he's been poor. And you can argue, he's not been great. You yeah, can argue that. that it's still early doors, right? You can argue but fitness and all that, but Defoe is in the same boat, he's been playing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one, I don't know, but... It's, uh, I'm happy Davis is back on. Uh, I'm happy he's back. If he does this until uh, the end of the season, he's not getting a contract. I, I think, when, see when he's given his chance, he, I think he really needs to then start taking Matt it. Matt yeah. Poster, he'll play midfield um, right back. We've got, got Kamara as well. Kamara. Yeah. So unless he before, no, I don't care who else, Davis massive. Um, I don't know if Legends is the right word for him, but he's a massive player in Rangers history, been there for titles, he's came back and everyone's you want them back for years now and if he's not performing no matter who you are if you're not performing you're not going to get signed up and we've got younger hungry players who are going to yeah. come and take your place yeah exactly so as I was saying Davis when he's given his chance he needs to start taking it he does you know he's been he's been poor and best midfield our best formation is 4-3-3 for our midfield being uh, defensive mid McCrory jacket. Yeah, I was about to say that. I'm, I was over the moon that Gerald started with a 4 3 3 because see if he went 4 4 2 Diamond, we would not have won that I game. Think, yeah, uh, hopefully he's learned his lesson. I think Defoe's an impact player. Yeah, like the super sub in a sense. Like, he's, yeah, he's, exactly, because we've said it all along, right? If this, if this guy gets service, he's going to put them aye, away. And he's he's going to put them away. And come on, yeah, he scored right, but he didn't get a great deal of service, you know? Yeah, it so, was a tap in. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah. in the right place, and right time. And the other one was a penalty. This is his first proper goal. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So, massive three points uh, in Wednesday night, so it was. And before we move off the topic of Rangers, uh, I just want to bring this up, mate, because obviously we never done a podcast last week. Um, there was a lot of controversy in the Rangers admitting game where Rangers received four penalties. Four penalties, mate. And for me, and for me, right, I... I think the referee Andrew Dallas got them all right. I thought I, I thought all four all four of the penalties were penalties. So we'll start from the first one. Um, first one, obviously, Jermaine Defoe goes down. That's a, a stone wall. I, 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 across the board, everyone agrees with that. Yeah, that the first one was a penalty, and uh, Tavernier puts it puts it away. Then the second penalty, uh, Defoe goes down again. In my opinion, as I've just said, I think all four penalties were penalties. And uh, and Matt, he, 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 the the Semenya defender puts his foot out, and a lot of people are thinking it's soft, but he puts his foot out, and there was enough contact there, in my opinion, for the foot to go down. I know you don't think it was a penalty. I, don't think it's a but, I personally don't think it's, I don't think he was a dive either. I think Gerard said, and I agree with him. I think he's, he's maybe anticipating it, and he was trying to ride the challenge. Um, but I don't think it's a penalty. I don't think it's a dive either. I think. He went down, didn't claim for it, got straight back up. None of the Rangers played a pool for it. So I don't think you can, exactly. can call it a dive. It's not a dive, nor is it a fill. It's just, he went, anticipated the challenge, went down, bounced back up. Because I, I, I know what like, I know what you're saying, right? Um, I can understand why certain people would think it's soft, right? But there's enough contact for Defoe to go down, he puts his foot out, and then I Defoe wasn't that. exactly, he didn't claim for it as well. Yeah, so. I'm saying, I don't... I, Using there's enough contact, I don't really see much contact, if I'm being honest. Because even when you actually really like watch it in slow motion, there's enough contact there for Defoe to go down. I don't know, I, I'm, I'm not convinced, but as a Rangers fan, I'll take it all day. <laughs> but Tavernier missed it. Yeah, I hit the post, so I regardless post. if you think it's a penalty or not, yeah, you missed it. So. <laughs> so then the third penalty, um, and we watched it earlier on, where it was a cross from, who I can't remember who it was, it was a cross from Kandias, it might have been. It was Kandias or Tav. Yeah, it was, I think it might have been Tav, sorry, it was Tav, sorry. Yeah, 
or I can't remember who it was, either one or two, but yeah, a, a lot of people were saying at the time, oh, that was outside the, the box, box. So but it was not, it was in the box, it was in the box when you watch it back, in slow motion, his, his, his foot, his feet, sorry, are in the box, the St Mirren player is in the box, and when, uh, uh, Tavernier, I think it was Tavernier, yeah, yeah was Tavernier Tavernier crosses the ball into the box, see when the ball hits the St Mirren player's hand, the Samaritan player is in the box. He is. So it's a stolen penalty all day long. Referee got it spot on. And at the fourth one... Um, yeah, it's no argument with that. He no argument with that. Kandias uh, was brought down in the box. A lot of people try to say he jumped in the box. No, he didn't. It's like he was like, where you going? Like, drag him down. Exactly. So, yeah, for me, referee got all four penalties spot on. And the witch hunt, the meltdown from the media... It's, it was hilarious. It's, 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 um, it's hilarious. Um, but regardless, right, Kent scored an open goal. So that was a lovely finish. So regardless, over the of the penalties, I don't think the outcome would have changed. Um, the witch hunt, even Jared said he doing five penalties. Um, I think he's right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, regardless, four penalties is that's that's what heard of. So you can imagine why there'd be this so called witch hunt and why they're hunting down Colin Defoe, a diver and. Calling Andy Dallas the worst ref in existence and things like that. Andy Dallas, I think, is a decent ref. He's not the best. Yeah. Um, but I don't think any Scottish ref is decent anyway. Exactly. Uh, See Bobby Mann, I'll give him one thing. I've seen that Aberdeen game. He had balls giving us a penalty, especially after he, that he witch hunt. After that witch hunt that happened that from the media. Referee, because he's not influenced by the media or what's happened. If he th- sees and thinks a penalty, he's going to give it regardless of what's exactly, happened. Exactly, mate. So. I obviously we were wanting to do a podcast last week, but we couldn't because we're obviously we're too busy to do one, unfortunately. Um, but we wanted to address that. We wanted to speak about that because it was a big talking point from oh, the right. weekend. Uh, so yeah, but we had to get that out there. So but uh, we'll move on and we'll talk about another big uh, news story. Neil Lennon, no longer the heads manager, no. mate. I think um, I, it was due to a training ground bust up with the players. It was after and, after a team meeting. Yes, and it was a training ground bust up. And Neil Lennon got suspended, right? But this is a weird thing. Leanne Debser said he was found not guilty of any wrongdoing. So why get rid of him? Then it, 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 I know it's by mutual consent, but if he was found guilty of uh, not doing anything wrong, why get rid of no, him then? Or like, why is it? Why is he out the door? Why is he going? If he's found, I think obviously it was Canberry. I think who complained about him. Um, and to be fair, the way Neil Lennon's treated Canberry in the press conferences in the media is, is absolutely shocking. Um, Canberra's trying his best and okay he's not the same player as he was last season but Lennon some of the stuff we um, what, some of the stuff he does, does sorry is disgusting um, I know we've had a fan on Twitter once calling us um, what was he saying about oh, he was having a go his, um, because he thought we were banging out of our comments about well, um, I, I Lennon st- in the whole Congate thing I still stand by I think Lennon is um, he's, a great, he's a good manager but I think as a person, I don't think he, he's quite he's quite nasty. Um, and I think whatever happened in that dressing room, even if he's found out guilty, a, compl- a player's complained about him, he's also lost a dressing room. And Leanne Dempster thought, he's not guilty, but I'm looking at the players, they've, they've lost interest, they've lost trust in him, sorry. And looking at the results, the results have not been great this season, they've been terrible. Apart from that win against Celtic, which was probably the highlight of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the bottom half, they, they've it's an uphill struggle to get into the top half now. Regardless of what's happened, if you look at pure results, he's going to go anyway. So I think she's took the decision, okay, I feel I'm not guilty, but based on everything else, he has to go. Um, so, it is a very strange one, it is. I don't think it's but strange. see, when he got suspended, I think there was no way back from Like, as soon as that happened, Lennon's like, you know what, I'm away then. If you're yeah. going to suspend me, even though I feel as though I've done nothing wrong, he's probably thinking I've not done anything wrong. And yeah. if you're going to suspend me, it just shows you you you, you guys don't have my back. So, there's see when a manager gets suspended, you yeah, know, there's only, there's only only on one me. thing that's going to happen. You're off. So, um, well, how would you sum up Lennon's time at Hibs? Um, um, for the most, for the majority. I think, he, honestly, I think he's done a good job. Yeah, he got them promoted, right? Uh, and he played some good football. He got promoted. Last season, they finished fourth. And uh, could have got third. Yeah, exactly. Could have got third. And they, last game of the season. They narrowly missed out on it. So and obviously last season, uh, he got wins against both the old firm, and he won at Ibrox twice. Playing some great attractive football. Exactly as I was just saying. I right? so overall, first two seasons were good. This, this season, season, um, it's not been all that good for him at all. Yeah. 
And the uh, thing, thing about Lennon... Losing John McGinn was a big blow for him. And it's a big blow for him, but like, Lennon, he, he can spot a player like Canberry, McLaren, um, Ollie Lee. He can, he, you know, he can spot players and knows who's a good player. That's the thing. Obviously, he's lost big players like um, Georg and McGinn, the two heartbeat in the midfield, but he, he kind of tried to play some, but he didn't. Um, you could argue McGinn and McGee closing them, especially McGinn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to hamper their season, but I don't think you can really say that because they got wins against Celtic. They had a good, good start to the season, um, and it just kind of fell yeah, away. I, but see, if they had John McGinn, I think things would be a, a lot more different because well, he was a happy, he was their best player. That's but Tim's not replaced him then. I, I know, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it, it was a big blow, and him should have replaced him, right? But they, obviously, they never. But regardless, losing him is a real kick in the balls for them. So, but I don't know what's happened to Hibs this year. They've been really, really yeah. disappointing. Really disappointing. Yeah, I mean... Like, Canberra last year was flying. This year, he's been poor. But he still scored a decent amount of goals. I know, but compared to last season, he was brilliant. This year, and he's just... He's not the same player he was last he year. He wasn't. And I think if he goes... Uh, he's been linked to Rangers and Celtic in the past. I think if he goes to a club like that, I think he'll be for, for, refine his best form. Uh, I think he just under... I think Lennon was um, obviously in the... Media, like I mentioned uh, earlier, was basically not abusing that's not right word, but you know what I'm saying that in the media was criticising this and that's not terrible, he's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't do a player any comp, doesn't do the player any good whatsoever. No. Um, not at all. And I think his morale's a lot to do with his form. I think if Hibs start to get a bit of form again, he manage comes in and gives him a new a new um, ace of life, and yeah. he'll get back to his best. See, right after that game against Mullerwell, I think this this was Lennon's last game in charge. With Mullow beating one 0 uh, at Fur Park. Right, see when I seen his interview after the game, he just looked so disenchanted. He looked like he was just fed up. And that was the know? same after last season. Remember the last game of the season uh, against Rangers five each. After games, he's I'm, I'm going to consider my position. Like, it always was be stupid. No, that was no, that was right after the. Hearts beat them two one. Oh yeah. yeah, so it was my point. Yeah. yeah, that but was right after. But he always goes with these stupid mopes. He's so immature. Do you know what I think it is? Lennon thought he was better than Hibbs. He did. He well, thought he, he was better than Hibbs. Yeah, he thought he was better than Hibbs. But you see, you really think Lennon would come out and say that at Celtic and say, "Oh, I'm going to consider my position at the end of the season." No chance. And in the way he thought he he, 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 he had the mentality of Hibbs are lucky to have me. Yeah. It, like that because he, like, he filmed at Bolton. In both in his defence, right, when he went there it was a basket case. They they when he, he he was there for about a good few months in the administration. So I wouldn't like I would brush that one aside, right? Because that was a basket case, it was a complete mess by the time he got there. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But at him so we done a good job, but he definitely thought these guys are lucky to have me, and you know. But one thing I'll give Lenny he is a winner. He is a winner. He, he's, he's not, not he, limited. That's why he asked this. Exactly. He's like he's not used to being like setting best right yeah. and see this season he's and see when it comes to hearts and hibs he's been setting best yeah hibs have been setting yeah, best so has been restored. yeah exactly <laughs> you know but lennon do you think he's done with scottish football no, I, actually, back? Actually, I don't um, like to be back at celtic I, you know, celtic are they've got they've got rogers they've got a higher higher class of higher caliber of class yeah and if rogers does go in the future I don't think Law will want to go for Lennon because yeah, I think Lennon's anyway. exactly because I think Lennon's still no sorry Law will still holding a grudge over the fact that Lennon walked out on him. Yeah. So I can't see Lennon going back. I, I think mean, Clark will probably be the next Celtic manager. I think so. Like, if Clark goes to Celtic, could excuse me, could Lennon go to Kilmarnock? Doubt it. Um, no. I just don't see. I can't see. The only other club, right? The only other club I could potentially see him going to is Aberdeen. That that's I I mentioned that in this, the chat the other day. Um, but I think Aberdeen if McInnes did go to wherever that's irrelevant. I think Strachan would be number one. What for? Uh, Aberdeen. Aberdeen. I don't think I don't think Aberdeen would consider him. I see the thing is, so I think McInnes will be there for a long time. He'll be there for like he's for some reason McInnes has just got this thing for see, Aberdeen. See the board, the Aberdeen board. They're never going to sack him. Yeah. They are never going to sack him. Line. He's bulletproof now. Like, literally, Aberdeen, see if they never made the top six, they probably still wouldn't sack him. The only way that he'd lose his job is if they got relegated really? or something. Ah, exactly. So, McInnes is going to be there for a long time. But who the hell will be the next Hibs manager? See the guys that have been linked with? Uh, no, oh, no. see if I was a Hibs fan, I would not be too excited. I'm trying to think of names out there. Hibs, like, against Strachey could be a possibility. 
Um, I think Strachan, see, considering the, the guys that are linked with the job, I think Strachan is our best option. Yeah. You know, because who's like Michael Apton, uh, Paul Higginbottom? That's uninspiring. Yeah, didn't... see when you look at their CVs, they, so, their CVs are not great you at all. You know what's all. actually funny? See, after you got the Leeds job, right? That's a massive job. That's when Leeds, they're in the championship, right? That's one of the biggest jobs. See, if they're, they're a big, massive club leads, right? They are. Yeah. Um, that's a massive job for him, right? And after he got sacked, the owners actually came out and apologised for appointing him. They actually apologised for appointing him. Yeah. I mean, that, that, if that doesn't say anything, I don't know what it does, but um, that, he's a great man. Uh, Stubbs is uh, Hibs have ruled out Stubbs Yeah he's, Nah I don't see that happening um, I think it's Stubbs was daft Even Hibs I'm thinking Alex Neal But he's at press isn't he Yeah uh, I, I don't know who's out like, I think the best option Would be Would be Strachan I think the so the, the guys that are out there like, That's probably their best option Or why don't they Be a mutty Why do they not just like, One of the under, most underrated guys In Scottish football uh, When it comes to managers I think it's Tommy Knight. Like, how has he not been touted for so many well, these of these jobs? Like, a lot of Celtic fans I've spoken to in that, like, they, they would, if Rogers did go, a lot of Celtic fans would want Tommy Knight, and I've, I've heard that. Wait, really? I've heard that first hand, honestly. Honestly? I've heard that first hand, yeah. I'm surprised at that. Um, <laughs> He's a big Rangers man. Would he go to St. Johnston, eh, from St. Johnston to Hibs? I'm not too sure. I think so, I think it would be uh, a step Ian McCall, is that another one? Um, He's doing wonders at the moment. He's doing, He's doing well at air. Um, Ray McKinnon, maybe. I don't think Ian McCall will be a good fit. You know? Yeah, I think he'll get yeah, promoted and then stick with them. Um, Lee McKinnon, is he, is he at a job? Uh, I think, I think be, that would be a perfect, yeah. Um, um, I think striking. Uh, I think if I were to see if I was Leanne Dempster, yeah. I would go for Tommy Wright. Tommy Wright, striking, or he's a show, um, Billy, of his name. McNeil? No, I don't know, but I can't remember. Um, no, Billy, I'm not saying Billy McNeil, but is that, oh, I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, no, I'm thinking of that old Hamlet manager. Uh, he, he played for Rangers as well. Oh, no, no, why I was why I said Billy McNeil, I'm thinking of that old Hamlet manager. Billy, um, what's his name? He played for Rangers, Motherwell, Motherwell manager, went down south, Tottenham Forest. We'll move on, but I'll... No, no, hold on. The Motherwell manager went down south to manage Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Um, oh, is it, I, can't, I can't remember. I'm looking this up, I'm looking this up. Yeah, but... If I for me, it would be I would push the bat. I would push the ball and get Tommy Wright. Billy Davies. Billy Davies. Billy Davies. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, how did I forget about that? Billy Davies. It just shows you like how off the radar Billy Davies is. Like I literally was thinking, who's he talking about? Like I know he's talking about, but Billy Davies. Do you know, do you know some weird fact about him? He's actually got the most manager of the month awards in the championship. I know, but he's still not one of No, Billy Davies. That could be one, but that's I a think, shout. Think... But he's been out of the game quite a long yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I could no, you know thing that who I was thinking of, right? I just, that was a wee mistake there for me. It was I'm thinking that old Hamilton manager. That's who I was thinking of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who managed Hamilton back in twenty eleven? It was Alex Neil. No, no, not Alex Neil. Um, it was back in twenty eleven. No, Alex Neil took over in like twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah, no. Alex still got them promoted. Oh, what? Alex still got them promoted. No, in twenty fourteen. Ah, in twenty fourteen, I'm talking about then Alex Neil came in and got them promoted. No, he took no. Alex Neil took them over. Took over Hamilton twenty fourteen. No, he got. Them no, he was a manager in twenty eleven. No, he was not. I'm trust sure, me. But, uh, no, trust me, he was not the manager in twenty. He, he, he got them promoted. No, no, no see in twenty eleven. Sorry, in twenty eleven, he was not the manager. Well, either way, either way, Alex Neil got them promoted. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry, this is keeping on. Right, I want to know who the Hamilton manager was in twenty eleven, because that's what, it's going to annoy me. Okay, he may have left, but Alex Neil got them promoted. Yeah, what, in the uh, 2014? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, they got promoted in 2012 13. No, 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 yeah, in 2011, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was Billy Reid, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, of it was course. Billy oh. Reid. Okay, I stand, it was Billy Reed. I stand connected. Aye, that's what I mean. I stand I, connected. It was Billy Reid, so it was, um, it was a manager, I don't know what I was thinking of, Billy McNeil was just, it's, a, oh, it's all the Billies, I know it's all the Billies, you know, but, Billy boys. Uh, <laughs> well, enough of that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, it was, um, what was it, yeah, but that's what I mean, um, it was a, I think they should really push a boy for Tommy Wright. Yeah, um, Tommy Wright, Gordon Strachan, Bella Davies. Uh, aye. Um, but I think we'll, I think we'll move on from I that. We'll move on, mate, we'll move on. 
and we'll uh, talk about obviously Celtic. Um, Celtic obviously had uh, a game against Hibs, uh, Mangelis Hibs, uh, and they won 2 0. And uh, Celtic are on form last six games. Yeah, one last six games. And they've kept clean sheets. Ever since I was from, they've, um, they've really kicked on. Um, played St Johnson twice, beat St Johnson twice, bet Hibs. And I think Oli Burke and um, Timothy Weir, that's, um, they really came off. Uh-huh. And that bio, it's interesting, he's not been registered for the Europa League squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure what's happened with him, if he's fitting or whatever, but I think Weir, Burke, even though they're one signings, um, they're really, really inspired Celtic. They have, yeah. And uh, that Timothy Weir looks like he's going to be a player. He is. I was doubtful beforehand because he's an 18 year old from PSG. Okay, he plays for PSG, but he's still unproved 18 year old. And Celtic wanted this 18, unproved 18 year old to lead their line in the final season. I thought that's, that's bold. Um, but obviously, it's came off. And when Neymar, sorry, when we came out, he uh, was making the move to Celtic, Neymar came out and actually said he's some players can be at the top of his game. and Coming from Neymar, regardless what you think, he's a top, top, world-class player. Oh, yeah, see, when Neymar's giving me that kind of nod, mate, that, exactly. is, that is a real fair in the cap, so it is. But, yeah, I thought it was a, a very comfortable performance for Celtic. Celtic totally yeah. strolled the game, mate. Yeah, and uh, Ryan Christie, as we were saying earlier on, I talked about Ryan Christie, he's really kicked he's, on this season. We talked about it every week, but Ryan Christie's... Like, I was really surprised, right, at how well he's played. I always thought, I don't think he's got a future at Celtic. I always thought Aberdeen would be the right fit for him, but... My God, Rogers really brought out the best of him, and he's really yeah, killing it this and season. And that shows like how good a uh, my manager, um, Rogers is. And we were actually talking about it before we started recording. I think um, Ryan Christie should get Celtic's player of the year. He's got a shout, mate. He's uh, in contention, definitely. I, I, think he's, I think it will be between him and Forrest. Yeah, I think it probably would be Forrest because Forrest has been sensational. The reason I give it to Christie is because he's came almost at the cold. He was on at Aberdeen. Didn't look like a Celtic future. And suddenly he's proved everyone. Well, you was a decent player, but thought he's not going to be a Celtic player. But he's proved everyone wrong, and he's came at the traps, and he's just every time he plays, he scores. Ah, <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, and you've got to give praise to Aberdeen as well for developing them, making them the player that he is. He's came back to Celtic, took his chance, and he's never looked back. Ah, uh, exactly, mate. And uh, what has to be said, it really does have to be said, um, that Ollie Buck so far just really. Hit the ground running. It has. So he has, um, I think, scored uh, three goals so far. I think he's scored a appearance or something like that. Yeah, he's doing well just now, yeah. And he, I mean, when he was playing up top, it, like, he... I always seen him as a winger. Yeah, I always seen him as a winger, mate. But he's been... Oh, he's been really... He has been really good so far, yeah. mate. Uh, he's been uh, contributing a lot. Uh, so he has. But uh, one thing we need to talk about is uh, Ollie Bucks dive... Yeah, that was... That dive. Oh, my God. That was probably the worst dive this season. Yeah, I mean, it was an absolutely shocking dive. It was horrendous. I mean, it was two or three seconds after he'd, um, like, near the floor. Like, he couldn't even, even, like, make it subtle. Oh, he, exactly. He he should be embarrassed by that, mate. It was was like, it was literally, you obviously can't see me, but he left the floor, right? It was a few hours after playing, he went, oh, the ball's away from me, but I'm going to dive. Oh, it's beyond, yeah, it was beyond shameful. He should, like, Roger should really have a go for that. He should. Uh, but Scott's Scott's cycler does it every week, so it doesn't reprimand him. But what I would say is, Willie Coulomb, right, who was ref in that game, did not give it as a penalty, right? So if he sees a player who goes down and doesn't give anything, doesn't play as a penalty, surely we must book him for diving. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly, 110%. And then another incident happens, right? Well, in fact, before we move on to another incident, remember Steve Clark came out last week? And uh, he was saying that uh, he was asking for consistency. Yeah. And he was basically... Ha- he, he didn't say any names, right? But he was effectively calling out Jermaine Defoe for his apparent dive, right? His apparent dive against uh, St Mirren. Uh, so do you think uh, Steve Clark came out today in his press and called out uh, Ollie Buck for his dive? No, he never. No. no. So I, I just want a bit of consistency. He's trying try to get him banned for the cup game. Yeah, exactly. He, he's a bit of a hypocrite. Like, he, was, he was calling for consistency, right? But yeah, he's not consistent with the Ollie Burks blatant dive. Why is he yeah. not mentioning that today in his press? Exactly. You know? exactly. So, so I thought Gerard. Uh, exactly. Gerard made a great point. He said that Steve Clark lacks class. Yeah, yeah. he did. He lacked class and there. Steve Clark's convinced um, he's, he's, he's not happy Gerard got personal. 
Well, like why? Like Clark knew what he was doing. He came out and he was, tr- he was basically trying to get the full band exactly. for the, uh, the cup tie. You, you know. Didn't the other guys. And I want to say, if he wants consistency. Uh, no games. Surely we should all be putting this. But she said. Exactly, mate. Exactly. I cannot agree more. And then the other big incident happened in that game where Simunovic should have been sent off. A blatant elbow. That a blatant a... elbow on uh, Fisher. I think it was. I will say this right now. Simunovic. No, not Fisher, sorry, Johnson. Johnson. Uh, it looked like Johnson. I need to have a wee <laughs> check back, right? But it was uh, that elbow. That yeah. elbow was horrendous. I will say this about Simonovic. Uh, he's a decent defender, right? But he's so. He's a dirty, dirty player. And he leads, you don't jump up, right? Okay, you might use your elbows to elevate yourself, but you don't do it in a, a horizontal direction. Yeah, exactly. No, it was it was re- it was a really really horrendous challenge. And then afterwards, he felt bad. He was like, "Oh, you okay? You okay?" Yeah, and then what was that scene? Uh, I know, and then I seen Rogers came out and said it was a strong physical challenge. He basically, near enough knocked him out. Exactly. I mean, like, if that was in the tempo, that he could have killed him. Yeah. I'm not, be, I'm not being over it. Jazz nephew. It was yeah. It was embarrassing. It was a really embarrassing, shocking. Uh, decision. It was an embarrassing, shocking. It was exactly it was an embarrassing, shocking decision. Like that, the referee did not see that, exactly. or he didn't think that was worthy of a red card. It was shocking. Or even a free kick or yeah, yeah, it was he, horrendous. He knew some events. Knew he'd done something bad. Immediately afterwards, he's asking if he's okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly, mate. I know, I know, as footballers, and we all do stuff in the heat in the moment, right? We do. Nah, mate, it's been realised that mate, explain again. We do stuff in the heat at the moment. Uh huh. But when you're doing it consistently and doing that, like it's just there's no need for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, mate. So before we move on to the fixtures, is there anything else you want to bring up, mate? Yeah, uh, no, I see. No, the Hamilton Hamilton new manager. Um oh yeah. Oh so yeah, they appointed uh Odin Kearney's assistant Brian Rice. Yeah, that's uh not a very inspiring appointment, is yeah, it? Because obviously Mar- Martin Cannon left by mutual consent. Yeah. And uh it's a very Hamilton. not I an inspiring appointment Karen, at all. As he's done every season, I think Karen would have kept Hamilton up. Um, but that's uh, a very poor appointment. If we thought that Paul Higginbottom was uninspiring, this is even more so. <laughs> oh, I know. Imagine me as a Midland fan, you think who's going to get? Can get a young excited manager. Um, the, let's be honest, Hamilton's not really an attractive job, is it? I know, but like, well, look at Jack Ross, he made his name at St. Midland. I know, no, like, I know I'm talking about Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton, yeah. Aye. I'm sorry, I get mixed up there. Sorry, Hamilton, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Hamilton isn't an inspiring job, but uh, look at Alex Neal. He done not know Hamilton and he got moved down south. So, as a no matter what club it is, it's an opportunity. If you do well, it's an opportunity, it's a job. If you do well, from big things can happen. Alex Neal, okay, he, he didn't really work out at Norwich, but he's still down south, still at press, and still trying to make a name down there. Yeah, exactly, mate. So, yeah, he won against uh, St. Johnston during the week. That's so. Like, who knows? It could, it could that was a good result. That was a real kick in the, the teeth for St. Johnson. That one, that was a real bad result. A, okay, they've played Celtic twice. Fair enough. But they've been kind of inconsistent recently. I think they've still got enough in them to make the top six. I hope I do. so. Um, I, do. I think the top six right now, Rangers, Celtic, Kamara, Aberdeen, Hearts, and... Is St. Johnson in the top six, yeah? So, uh, yeah. So I think yeah, I think they'll keep them top. I think that top six as it is just now will be the top six. Yeah. So uh, we move on to the Scottish Cup fixtures for the weekend and the St Mirren Dundee United tomorrow at three o'clock. How do you see that one going? St Mirren Dundee United. Is that uh, um? It's at St Mirren's home stadium. I fancy that to go to a replay. Same, I'm going to say one each. Nah, I was thinking that myself. Uh, East Fife party at Thistle. Party at Thistle, by the way, they're what doing the awful. Thistle are sitting bottom of the league. They've sat in bottom of the league, right? But they've won three games in a row for the first time all season. They're starting to pick up a bit of form. I expect this will to be East 5, 2 or 3 now. I'll probably say they'll win 2 1. Uh, Hibs versus Rafe Rovers, and you know how much Scottish Cup means to Hibs, so they'll be going yeah, all out for this two, one. Again, 2 or 3 now. Pardon me, I'll probably say 3 1 Hibs. And uh, the quarter past five kickoff, Kilmarnock versus Rangers. Uh, it's going to be a very twist. Uh, tough fixture for Rangers obviously this season also Rangers are missing Morelos they've been coming out of sorry um, yeah Rangers are missing Morelos and Fodium. Eh, no no Fodium. McGregor Rangers are missing those two they've got Defoe they've got Defoe Fodium. I think it's a safe pair of hands um, so it's not big he played against Kamara uh, in the cup earlier yeah. on this season he done well he made a massive save so I'll probably yeah so I don't think they'll be, a big, be a I don't think those two guys will be a huge loss right it will be win. tough but as long as Rangers line up with a 4-3-3 uh, 
will be I think will be sorted and I think we can win the game. I'll probably say Rangers will win two one. I think that's, that's right. If we win it by diving we've got Defoe, no chance. <laughs> Defoe and Defoe can be us. Fair show. Uh, Celtic and Johnson. Um again, can't see past Celtic two 0 I'd probably say uh three one Celtic and Hearts Ockham like Talbot. Uh, a wee interesting fact, by the way, do you know what I covered um no, it doesn't matter, it wasn't that it was uh I, what was that a couple of years ago I covered uh, BSA Glasgow uh, f- BSA Glasgow's first ever game in Scottish Cup against Ackenlight Talbot mm-hmm. just thought I'd mention that and uh, Ackenlight Talbot they're very dirty side I've just thought I'd bring yeah. that up V random fact for you there but Hearts versus Ackenlight Talbot at Tynecastle um, no we thought they're going to actually see them in a cup final Ackenlight Talbot against come on against Clay Bank at Rugby Park you can tell we've had a few drinks folks yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen them play but I think Hearts Premiership Club like a junior club they should really be winning this 4-5 now yeah I'd probably say 4-0 uh, Aberdeen Queen of South um, Queen of South they knocked out uh, Dundee in the previous round yeah but Dundee you know, all their concentration right now is staying up yeah but still that's regardless beating um, a premiership side that's uh, why it was all Queen of South they're, a, they're still a good side um, yeah I think Aberdeen well, they I drew with Steny uh, in the last round that went that replay exactly but I think they'll learn from that yeah I think Aberdeen I think 2-0 probably say 3-1 and oh We've got the Highland Derby, big one uh, in Monday night. Ross County versus Inverness. I think Ross County just now. County are doing all right. They're top of the league. Um, I, I fancy two one to uh, County. Those games at night, regardless of what you have made, those games are always quite a tense they're affair. Always, they're, always a they're always quite a fiery uh, game. So I'll probably say two each. I'm going to each go go to replay. So um. Matt, is it just need to address something? Yeah, we need to address something. Yeah, um, obviously. Earlier on, you made a, a, like a comment, right? And there was nothing meant by it. But nothing just meant by it. Oh, well, I'll explain myself before any people who listen to this might think it's Get bad. the wrong interpretation. Get the wrong interpretation, yeah. So, um, we're talking about, obviously, Hamilton. We're talking about Hamilton. We're trying to think of Billy Davies and uh, trying to think of that you said. I said all these Billies. I said, and the Billy Boys. I didn't mean it in the sense of that horrible song. Yeah. song. And I said, well, it's the Billy Boys, like, I didn't mean it in any Yeah, you were meaning it because I said, all these Billies, and then... I was like, the Billy Boys. Yeah, exactly, that's what all, like, yeah. You meant... easily, if it was up the Scots, it could mean the Scots Boys. Like, exactly, like, you weren't referencing, you were not referencing the, that song whatsoever. Put no. my hands up, I would admit it if I was, but I no, was not. No, exactly, like, yeah, so we just want to address I that. I address that, when we're not that... But exactly, like, exactly, like, we just want to address that, just yeah. in case that any people got the wrong interpretation of, was, of what Matt was uh, uh, saying. So, yeah, he did not mean that did song not, whatsoever and, and at all. I did not mean it. Exactly. So, you just want to address that there. So, uh, until next time, guys, take care and we will see you soon.